welcome to Five and Five with ANZ. I'm Bernard Hickey. Every weekday, we cover the big events and trends in the global economy and financial markets, focused on the last 24 hours, especially overnight for those in the Asia-Pacific time zones. But sometimes, it's worth stepping back for a bigger picture view. We're diving deep into one topic to understand what's really going on with a time frame that's longer than 24 hours. And that's what we're going to do today. We're talking to ANZ's chief economists covering the G3 economies, China and Australasia and the big themes they see. Starting with ANZ Group chief economist Richard Yetzinger. Just diving into that US economic outlook a bit more, why has the US consumer and the jobs market been so resilient? The data has been telling us that households are in very, very strong shape relative to the last 15 years. This is the case in a range of economies, New Zealand, Australia, the US, and a number of other places, a number of other advanced economies. And let's not forget, this is by design as well. After the global financial crisis, financial sector regulators became much more focused on leverage in that sector, the nature of credit growth, who had the credit, whether it was accounted for properly, whether banks had sufficient capital provisions in the case of losses. The flip side of that story is the credit in the economy must be in stronger hands. There must be less poorly allocated credit. It would become a bit tougher for some households and businesses to get credit if perhaps they weren't quite as credit worthy as the regulators wanted. I think the natural consequence of that is when the next downturn hit and and there we were, households were in better shape, businesses were in better shape, were able to handle higher interest rates, certainly more than the consensus expected. Do you think we'll be able to get away without uh, recessions in our biggest economies? Yes, certainly in terms of bad recessions. New Zealand currently in technical recession, Europe currently in technical recession. The US had two negative quarters of GDP growth in the first half of last year. But if you look at unemployment in all those economies, unemployment is not telling you these economies are in recession. I don't expect deep recessions, at least partly because of the improved balance sheet story, which has contributed to these interest rate hikes. ANZ's Group Chief Economist Richard Yetzinger in Sydney there. The exception to the no recession trend he mentioned, though, was New Zealand. To go a bit deeper into what's happening over the Tasman, I spoke to ANZ's Chief Economist for New Zealand, Sharon Zollner, in Auckland. It is worth remembering that in practice, as a small open economy, New Zealand's business cycles tend to be brought to an abrupt end by some kind of global shock. That was certainly the case in 1998, 2008, and then, of course, uh, by COVID. So in that regard, it wouldn't be surprising, though it is unforecastable, if that was how things ended this time. And certainly when you look globally, um, the most important central bank is, of course, the Fed. So the debate there about whether the Fed can get on top of inflation without breaking something is highly relevant. In New Zealand. Sharon's honour there. So the Fed really matters a lot. That's why we'll often lead with it. And there's nothing more interesting than the 10 year government bond yield in the United States. Now, Richard's second theme is how different China's recovery is from the United States and Europe. Here's Richard Yetzinger again. China has inflation at zero. It's got inflation that's too low rather than too high. Demand hasn't been as strong as. Um, I, I think anybody would like is is that starting to feed through into this global story. Richard says the authorities in China have already started stimulus, but how big might it be? If you're looking for a big bang stimulus, maybe not even as big as 2008, but of that sort of variety, I don't think you'll see that. I think we are already seeing lower key stimulus 
policymakers moving, efforts to ease up on some areas in the economy, efforts to encourage and support the private sector. China recognises that with population shrinking, big bang stimulus will probably give you an economic result for a year, maybe longer. But then you're left with growth returning to a slower trend, potentially some challenges with debt. I think what they're going to do is continue along this just easy, gradual, trying to support the economy the best way they can, rather than doing something which is overt and headline grabby just for the sake of it. Richard Yetzinger there. Now, we're lucky in that there's a whole range of economists looking right across the region. And to find out more about those big trends in China, we spoke to Kun Go, who is ANZ's head of Asia research, in particular around China's aging population and problems some local governments there have with high debt. Well, there's a lot of focus on the local government debt situation, and that's really constraining the ability for further fiscal stimulus in order to prop up the, the Chinese economy. So they, there's no doubt they face uh, you know, near-term challenges. But I, as I said, I think um, you know while China's growth has been disappointing so far this year, they are still expected to grow at close to 5% uh, GDP this year. And for the second largest economy in the world, that's yeah, it's still it's still growing, uh, so the economic pie is still expanding. It's not shrinking, and I have confidence that the Chinese authorities will overcome their near-term uh, challenges. They do face headwinds like the demographics, uh, aging population. ANZ's head of Asia research, Kun Go, there speaking from Singapore. So there we have it: a deeper dive into the regional trends, and an example of how we'll cover those trends over the long run, but also what's happening day after day and night after night on 5 and 5 with ANZ every weekday wherever you get your podcasts and via email through Substack. Just search for 5 and 5 with ANZ and podcast. This podcast was recorded for publication on behalf of ANZ. All associated disclosures and disclaimers can be viewed using the link in your media player or the ANZ website through which you access this podcast. All care has been taken to report the views of ANZ Research in the creation of this podcast, but as an independent host, any differing interpretations are strictly mine and not ANZ's. Feel free to contact your ANZ point of contact with any questions.